You're listening to the premier home of motorsports for nearly two decades. The Race Central Radio Show. Back on ESPN Radio 1600. Let's go, racing drivers! It's going to be close right here at the line. He's got the inside. They touch once, twice. Oh, boy, here we go. This is going to be tight right here. Now, here is your host, one of the most respected motorsports voices in America, Motorsports Insider, Kurt Hansen. So here we go to 401, straight up, hour number two of the best damn motorsports show you're ever going to hear. Great hour number one in the books. Uh, a lot of my silly commentary, uh, a little, little looking back, looking forward, some of the PRI stuff going on. And uh, we've been chasing this guy. A lot of people have been chasing Josh Hart, and, and there's a whole bunch behind him uh, in the NHRA top fuel category that have been chasing Josh all year. And you are you still at PRI, Josh? Yes, sir, I am. And so, you know, I've been many, many years, and I did decided not to go this year, and I think I made a mistake. But uh, from what it sounds like, uh, pretty big crowds, a lot of cool stuff going on. Absolutely. I've seen things that I never thought possible, and uh, I'd say one of the coolest things that I've seen was, like, the largest diesel engine with a turbo big enough to fit my head in. <laughs> off the side, so I've been trying to figure out what I could put that in. Well, you you work on your on your fuel car, and you're kind of known as a hands on guy. So this this kind of stuff has really got to you know kind of uh, kind of kind of turn you on. Oh yeah, yeah. My uh, my primary source of income is my business, Bernie Speed Shop, and uh, we build show cars and uh, we do engine swaps, chassis swaps, resto mods, all sorts of cool things. So this really intrigues me did you say bernie's speed shop yes sir in ocala florida and and you're in ocala so this is kind of like not just a weekend at bernie's but it's like uh, everybody's at bernie's <laughs> you're exactly right <laughs> have you heard that stupid joke before so we actually named the movie um after watching that or i'm sorry named the business after watching that movie so. oh my god i you know i i might be clairvoyant but i do have espn we're talking to josh hart the rnl carriers a dragster rnl carriers and technet dragster sounds like you got the uh, got the fam back there <laughs> i i lost you on that last part, it sounds like you got the family back there yeah my daughter's with me as we speak and how old is she uh, she just turned three last week, and uh, she loves anything that goes fast. I was just going to say, does she have a full comprehension of what Daddy does? Um, she recognizes the pictures, and she definitely knows uh, the TV. Like she, she gets it with the director. Uh, that's, so. <laughs> that's that's good stuff. Hey, your first full season, you you. <sighs> It's interesting because you kind of just popped under the under the scene, and you, you pretty made, made some pretty big statements. But full full season in, in top fuel, on a on a scale of one to ten, and and be be candid with us now. Where do you put your 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 twenty twenty two season? Um, ten being the best, I'd give myself probably a four. Wow, and I'd give my and I'd give my team probably an eight. So what what do you got to do to catch up with them, I guess? Yeah, I mean, in 2021, we had kind of a storybook season, and I would have told you that, you know, I could walk. Um, it took me more to walk than it did to drive the car. And in 2022, I, I'll just tell you that I learned how to walk. <laughs> so, yeah, didn't you, win the, um, didn't you win the season opener in Pomona in 01 or 2021, I mean? 
Uh, Gainesville. Yeah, Gainesville. We won yeah, Gainesville. Gator Nationals. We won in Charlotte, and uh, we were in the finals in Charlotte again. And we had just an awesome 2021. I had a lot of fun, and then 2022, I, I had to learn it was a business, you know. And uh, I, all I can say is that I learned a lot about myself as a driver, and the team has been very patient with me, and they always give me a great car. So. Uh, just a lot of education this year. Yeah. Were those the highlights you take away from last season? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. You uh, went to the final round in Norwalk and had uh, so many. I mean, it seems like you were always just hanging around. Um, and I, I, I guess I asked this question a different way. Um, I mean, what do you need to do specifically to be better in 2023? I lost you again. I'm sorry. That's okay. What do you specifically need to do in 2023? Is it cutting better lights? Is it what 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 thing can you put your finger on if there is such a thing to be better next year? Yeah, I, I definitely you know need a shallow stage. I need to cut better lights. You know, I think my average light was like a 61, and there's a couple of guys that are ahead of me in the in the low 50s. Um, and then just being more consistent with my driving ability. You know, we uh, we had a new car into this season, and it just seemed like I could not get comfortable in this car at all. Mm, yeah, that's tough. If you if you're not comfortable in the car, I do a lot of driver coaching. If you're not comfortable in the car, it's uh, it, it's pretty brutal. We got about a minute a minute left. You got a hell of a crew chief in Ron Douglas. What uh, what kind of relationship do you have with him? Are you guys even though you're not comfortable in the car, are you guys on the same page? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Ron is great. Uh, the entire team has been awesome. Um, we really gelled together in the first season, and, and my goal is to keep that entire team together for the duration of my career. So um, working with the car, I mean, they, they did everything they possibly could to try to make me comfortable. But um, I'm proud to say that we've, we've sold that car now, and we've got our first very <laughs> brand-new dragster yeah. going into 2023, and it was made for me. So. Yeah, got got got, got, got rid of that old girlfriend and got a new one, right? Yeah, we, we named her Gloria, you know, because we were right there for the glory, and it was like, ah. Oh, man, the uh, season, uh, you know, 2023, can you back up uh, your home track at uh, at the Gators? Absolutely, absolutely. We're going to. We're going to go in there, um, guns blazing, ready to rock. So it's all business. Now. It, it, uh, I mean, what is? It's a very, very short off season, if there is such a thing. Have you been spending any any time or a lot of time with the shop? When are you going to be back in the car? I mean, what's uh, the near future look like? Um, I cannot wait to get back in the car. As a matter of fact, my last pass in Pomona, the first thing I said to Ron was, "How soon can I get back in this thing?" But um, we're ready. We're ready to roll. So we're focused. We we've got our inventory beefed up. And, uh, you know, as long as the driver does his job, we're going to turn on some wind lights. There you go. Good for you. It's good. Last time we talked to you, Elon had to sub for you because you were warming the car and you jumped on for about 30 seconds with us. So we we're glad that we could catch up with you. Have a great holiday season. Uh, you know, give the family a big hug. And we look forward to I, I, th- I think next year is going to be very strong. We look forward to seeing you at the sharper end of the, of the stick. So uh, good luck. And uh, yeah, it's. It's not that far away, my man. Have a great holiday season. We'll look up to, we'll look forward to catching up with you soon. Same to you guys. Thank you so much for having me on the show. There he goes, Josh Hart, right there.
Uh, we love talking the world of straight liners. It's the NHRA. It's Josh Hart. And I love the, I love the shop. That he named it after the movie Weekend at Bernie's. I, I just took a flyer on that, and uh, at least I was right once once in my life. I want to thank uh, Elon Warner for hooking us up. And it is Race Central on the radio. It's the drive from 3 to 5, the podcast up at racecentralmedia.com right after the program. And our video podcast at racecentralmedia.com. That goes up every Thursday. I'm the insider at racecentralmedia.com. Voices in Motorsports, your host, Kurt Hansen. Well, welcome back to the program. It is uh, about 13 minutes after the hour, or as close as we can get to it. It is Race Central. It's the drive from 3 to 5 here on the Blowtorch for Motorsports. Uh, we'll be talking to top fueler uh, Justin Ashley here in just a few moments. A pretty impressive season as he uh, he's a regular guest on the show, he's, uh, I knew his dad, uh, still knows his dad quite well, Mike Ashley, who was a competitor uh, in a funny car, also to a fuel car, and then had cars that Colorado and Melody Troxel drove in top fuel and also in uh, in the, the funny car category. So, And as I uh, say that, the uh, the man, the machine, Justin Ashley, back on Race Central on the radio. Uh, early happy holidays to you, bud. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. Uh, happy holidays to you and your family. Yeah, it. Uh, I think it wasn't the last time we had you on, but the time before that, we were uh, uh, interrupted by fire trucks and uh, 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 all kinds of exciting, exciting stuff. And uh, boy, having a little, a little with your sister getting married, right? She was. So if you didn't know I was a New Yorker at that time, <laughs> yeah. you know very quickly after that by being in the middle of New York City and doing an interview and hearing all the noise around it. So uh, yeah, my sister was getting married that weekend. She uh, she's married. She uh, she's doing them, and they're really happy. They're really happy. Yeah, I spent enough time on I ninety five in the east. By the way, you say married <laughs> and coffee. I I think I can probably f- figure it out. Young man, you were in it right, uh, literally to the end. I mean, it was awful exciting to to you know to to see that late run of yours. Man, oh man, oh man! What do we got to do next year to to you know to to put this thing to bed? Yeah, you know it. Uh, it really was an amazing year. When you look at the year as a whole, three wins, multiple final rounds, track records, the whole bit. The entire team did such an outstanding job just to put ourselves in that position. The top fuel field this year was so incredibly tough. I think it's the best in NHRA history. So, um, you know, we have so much gratitude just for being in that position. Like you said, we were not able to seal the deal. And I think next year, believe it or not, we just have to continue to be ourselves, continue to take the data and information that we get from each and every run and learn from it and apply it to the next run, to the next race. And, uh, you know, something that's really important for us is the continuity, is bringing back the guys that we have, Mike Green and Tommy DeLago at Crew Chief and all the personnel that work on the car that's thrashed, that are on the floor at the races, uh, for the most part, are all returning. So that continuity uh, I think will really, really be helpful in 2023 to really go after the championship and close the deal this time. Yeah, good stuff. We're talking to Justin Ashley, the Phillips Connect dragster. Um, this has been a, a strong and fast ascension from Rookie of the Year in 2020 to being in it uh, literally to the, the you know the last round in 2022. You got two top tuners over there, and that's such a strong part of it, but. Let's talk about you for a moment. I mean, you, you cut the best lights in the category. Uh, do you 
think that that helps you in the sense that other guys are intimidated when they roll in, that they know they got to be super, super, super sharp or you're going to leave on them? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I think that it does. I think that it helps. I think that in two ways, right? So when you're cutting good lights, the opponent in the other lane, depending on who it is, might have a tendency to try and be a little bit more aggressive uh, and maybe make a mistake. And at the same time, it goes the same way with the performance of the race car. Uh, you know, when your car is running really well, the car next to you might try and push a little harder than they end up needing to and may not make it down the track, may smoke the tires or spin the tires. That's why it's important to really try and stay within yourself and stay in your own lane. And you just you cut as good a light as you can. You go as fast as you can. Take as much out of the track as you think it can handle and not worry about the person in the other lane because at the end of the day, it's like a different sport than football or baseball. You don't want to study the opponent necessarily. You just want to go out there and perform and run as fast as you can. So I do think that those good lights, the good performance, uh, it all ties into, you know, a mental and a physical advantage. Yeah. You, uh, you know, I, I've said this to you before and in talking with Elon, you know, one of the strengths to your effort and especially being a, a co-owner and driver is you it seems like every other week I'm getting an announcement of some new highbrow, you know, uh, you know, very, very uh, uh, strong partners coming to your deal and the way that you and your dad, uh, you know, market your, your team and work on the connectivity, as I say, between sponsor and their goals. Uh, Phillips Connect back for 2023. Is there anything new that we need to know about this deal or uh, talk about them as we move into the new year? Yeah, that's a tremendous relationship. Uh, you know, without Phillips Connect, we wouldn't be racing. Mm. Period. It's an excellent win-win relationship all the way around. And I think, you know, it's for 2023 and hopefully beyond. We want to be doing this successfully and sustainably for a long time together. And, you know, one of the new wrinkles that we threw in this year, which we actually announced yesterday, uh, is that Phillips Connect is going to get more involved in the sportsman racing side through a business-to-business program. So uh, they're offering sportsman racers. Uh, other racers within the NHRA community, the opportunity to use their relationships and, and bring potential business to Phillips Connect. And then if a deal gets done, a percentage of that revenue goes back to fund their own race teams and provide sponsorship that way. So it's all about finding new, creative, unique ways to use the marketing landscape accordingly. Right now, it's all business to business. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, these are just ways to help increase the program. And uh, create win-wins for everybody. Yeah, it's not just, you know, put your sticker on the car and a lot of people will see it. Those days are long, long right. gone. Is there, I mean, co-owner, driver, you know, you're an active guy, you got a lot going on, you're a marketer. How do you balance all that? Or can you really, or is it just kind of, you know, a wind blow or put a hole in the wall? How do you balance all that stuff? <laughs> <I> think, <laughs> That's a sprint car uh, term. Time. Right. I think time and experience, I think that's something I'm still learning, um, you know, as I go along. I'm fortunate. I have really good, good people around me. I think the key to all that is surrounding yourself with good people that not only are great at what they do, but that you can trust. And, and we have a great team on and off the racetrack. I have great people that, um, you know, are tremendous role models for me and my father uh, and my mother and guys like Jim Epler from Phillips Connect and then Mike Green and Tommy Delago. Uh, as well. So I think just, you know, using the people that you have in place accordingly, working together the right way and, and all that stuff is really, really helpful and continuing to learn and continuing to grow and, and understand how everything works is all really helpful to, to creating balance. Uh, you know, I remember your dad from years ago, um, 
And it seems like every time I'm at, at the races, I, I see him there. Does he come to every race with you? So he doesn't come to every race. This year he did make it to most of them. Uh, I would say probably there were three or four that he didn't make it to. But, you know, 17 or 18 races, he was there. He likes to try and make it to most of them. That's good stuff. God, what a what a way to grow up with your kid, huh? Let's just go run top fuel and almost win a championship. Gee, that's everybody does <laughs> yeah, that, they, right? Uh, it, it's a blessing, really. We have so much gratitude not only to be able to do this, but be able to do it together. Um, it's a lot of fun. It's it's a dream. Like I say, you know, a bad day at the racetrack is what people dream of, right? Being in that position. So um, being able to do that, share it with my family, share it with my father is amazing. And people ask him all the time, Hey, are you going to get back in a car? And he says, you know what? Mm, probably not. I don't think so because he, I think he genuinely gets more enjoyment uh, with this aspect, doing this together with me um, than just driving. So it's really been a fun experience. Yeah. Except for those few tense moments, like when you're, when you're, when you're staging or whatever, he's pretty, he's pretty much always got a smile on his face. I'm sure you've probably seen him without that, but, uh, you know, when I see him anyway, he's always a pretty happy-go-lucky guy. You know, goals and predictions are, are, are you know, fun to do at this time of the year, but, uh, you know, you, it seems like you got your lights down. So how do you get better? How do you, how do you predict next year uh, to be better? How, how, how do you see that? I don't even know how I wrap my head around it. Yeah, it's crazy because, you know, the, the top field field was so good this year. Um, but it really is going to become that much better. I truly believe that, and I think we all truly believe that it's going to become that much better. Um, you know, it, it's going to take constant improvement, constant adjustment, and, and we're working on that uh, throughout the entirety of the offseason already. The guys are in the shop working hard. They'll take off for the holidays, but they'll come back to it and find ways to increase that performance, and I'm going to find ways to study the runs from last year and understand ways that I can become a better driver. Uh, because that's constant improvement. We all have to continue to do that if we want to be racing successfully. And um, it's going to be a tough go out there. There's no such thing as an easy matchup anymore. So we just have to dig. We have to dig deep and find ways to continue to get better like everyone else is. Do you have someone out there? I I, I, remember, I don't remember who you called out on the call out. I, I you, you ducked it pretty good uh, in Phoenix. I was trying to, but is there someone out there? I got there? lucky. So, so I got <laughs> lucky. I was able to duck it. No one called me. I was like, me and Doug Coletta were the last one standing, and no one called us. So we just got grouped together. Oh, that's because I was in Phoenix, and I heard you up there, and you're so politically correct. And I heard you. <laughs> I said, God, Justin should run for president, man. He's bobbing and weaving like <laughs> no, the best you. of them up there. Yeah, pass, yeah no, no kidding. My point is, though, is that you really, you know, you, didn't, you couldn't have ruffled any feathers if you'd wanted to, and you didn't get called out. But there is, is there somebody that I really want to race him? When you, when you go head-to-head with him and you guys are staging, is there somebody out there that kind of really, ah, I want this guy? Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I think everybody kind of, you, you kind of get up for everybody. Um, obviously Antron Brown is somebody that I grew up racing with and we don't like racing against each other because we're teammates and he is so, so difficult to beat, but we love racing against each other in the finals because that's the ultimate goal, right? Going into every race is having the two team cars in the finals and the Toyota team cars in the finals. But other than that, I think leading at least up until this year, and I would say even through this year with Steve Torrance, uh, simply for the fact that he won the championship four years in a row. Right. Right. And, and if you want to be the best, you have to beat the best. And I think it took us maybe eight times before we even beat him the first time. Uh, he was that good and that difficult to beat. So he brings out the best in you. So he's a guy, Steve Torrens, I would say, that, that we enjoy 
uh, we enjoy racing against, and, and he is tough. And they're all tough, but he's, you know, he's uh, he's tough on the starting line. He drives really well. And it was nice to see him. And by the way, you have a very fine hospitality area. And Ted Yurzik does a great job. I've known Ted. Ted was something when I met my wife. I'll leave it at that. In wow. in AC Delco Nationals in Vegas, like a long time ago. Um, and, and and your your chef makes the, maybe the best uh, uh, pulled pork and br- brisket I've ever had in my life. <laughs> Yeah, he. Uh, that's one thing. That's one thing. If you go to our hospitality area, you won't leave hungry. That much I can tell you. Yeah, there's that no, there's no doubt. And you and Antron uh, work it real well too. Justin, have a great holiday season. We always love having you on Race Central. Elon's one of our favorite people on earth, and and uh, you know, boy, it's not that far away, buddy. It uh, gets all, it's all, it's all back. It's all back to cutting lights, and as I say, and that's a sprint car term, by the way. I used to race those in California. Wind blow or put a hole in the wall. So let's not uh, – you, you blow some stuff up, but let's just win. Let's just do that for 2023, huh? That's it. That sounds like a good plan. We'll win, and then we'll go back to our Lucas Oil hospitality area and have something nice to eat. That sounds like a good plan. Uh, you know what? What's your chef's name again? Is it Dave? Matt. Matt. Uh, Dave was one of the, Dave is also, Dave was work, Dave works there and, and uh, he helps out. Dave and Matt, but Matt does a great job cooking. Oh, yeah. Ted asked me to go and, and tell him how great the food was. He said, nobody ever tells our chefs that. So I got I got yeah. that going for me. Justin, have a great holiday. We look forward to seeing you on the track real, real soon. It is Justin Ashley right there, fourth in the championship in the hunt, right down to the, you know, the final go. Mike Green, Tommy DeLago, Turn of the Wrenches, Phillips Connect, and divided shots on that deal, too. What can I tell you? Boom. Let's uh, go kick some ass in 2023. Have a great holiday. Thank you, too. Happy holidays. All right. There he goes right there. Justin Ashley. Holy cow. Uh, always fun to talk to Justin. A real consummate professional. Again, I want to thank uh, our good friend jo- uh, Elon. As Sid says, Elon Musk. He says, is Elon Musk uh, Justin's uh, PR guy? I said, Elon Musk. Yes. Uh, I don't think there'll be any electric cars in the. Um, I should have asked Justin that. Would that be funny if he drove a Tesla? Kind of thinking not. Probably some badass hot rod. Anyway, it is Race Central on the radio. It is 426 in the afternoon. Photo Joe Star coming up next. Talk some local Joe, a little NASCAR too. Uh, Sid the Kid says hi. <laughs> Crazy Sid the Kid. You can see her on the video podcast at racecentralmedia.com. I'm the crazy one. I'm the insider. We're back after this. Like me, I'm too crazy for every other girl you meet. Let's go get 31 minutes after the hour. It is the premier home for all things motorsports. It is Race Central on the radio. Uh, over 20 years uh, rocking the mile high and to our very large and streaming audience uh, around the globe and around the world at racecentralmedia.com. Uh, great to catch up with Justin Ashley, super professional guy. And another super f- professional guy that's out there is the omnipresent Mr. Photo Joe Star, bigwestracing.com. Photo, what the hell's going on? Well, I just got back from uh, Pensacola where snowball. Several other guys went down there for the Snowball Derby. And? Well, it's a great show. I mean, if you haven't been, it's, it is it is way more than what you expect. Uh, we got there on Thursday, which was a practice day, and they were going to run their super stocks and pure stocks and things like that. 
place was packed. I mean, uh, out on the street, people are parking sideways and highway patrols out there. Somebody's got their lot open, an empty field, $20 a piece to park. Uh, we finally parked for $10 in the middle of somebody's front yard. Um, <laughs> I <laughs> they were love out there it. waving everybody in. It was, it's quite a show. It was quite a show. They, uh, the fog rolled in, unfortunately, on Saturday night, and uh, we couldn't see the see the back shoot at the end of the uh, the snowflake uh, race, and it was uh, well, we had a five hour delay for rain to go with that mm. and that stuff. But uh, you know, overall, the sun came out on Sunday. They ran the snowball derby. It was uh, it was a great event. I mean, they had almost 60 cars. I think it was trying to qualify um, on Saturday for the top 30 spots. Then uh, they ran the last chance race. Uh, Preston, Preston Peltier from Brighton won the thing, uh, the last Sweet. chance race. That put him way in the back. He spent all day working his way back to to the front. And I think both him and Jace got a top ten finish. Yeah, I put, Jace Hansen. Uh, uh, now we're connected on Facebook, and I saw stuff he was posting and everything. So that's pretty strong. Well, Derek Thorne won it. I mean, he led practically every lap, but he had people right on his tail the whole time. And uh, it's the last race for his race team. The owner's selling the team, shutting it all down. I mean, if you want to get some good race cars, because he ran both the Snowflake and the Snowball, so he had the both cars and the transporter and everything's for sale. So um, if you have to ask the price, you probably can't afford it. So um, <laughs> I didn't ask. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh you, you, it sounds like you think that's a that's a better bucket list thing than the, than than Chili Bowl. No. Oh no. No, they're two different two different things. One of them is in December, one of them is in January, and if you've got the time, you should take them both in. Um, uh, the Chili Bowl again is, is open wheel with the midgets. Uh, you get a different kind of crowd, uh, different kind of competitors uh, than the stock car people. You got a lot of people from the southeast down there, and uh, you know people from California and Colorado. I can't remember how many states they said were represented, including people from Canada that come down to race. Uh, but the, and the Chili Bowl again, it's uh, the midget open wheel people coming out there to race. Four hundred people trying to vie for what a twenty four car starting field. Mm-hmm. Um, they're both both excellent uh, things to go to. I mean, of course, you know I have uh, a lot of additions to my wardrobe now, uh, <laughs> t shirts and sweatshirts and things like that. And again, the Chili Bowl, another another place, go for the event uh, and buy a bunch of bunch of t shirts that you're gonna, in some cases put in plastic and put in a drawer somewhere as a souvenir. I still have your lakeside t-shirt that I, I must give you. So, um, yeah, and I, I, you know, I keep looking at the price thousand bucks to do chili bowl. I'm just, and no Kyle Larson. No, I mean, there's really not any big names. Um, Oh, there's plenty of big names. It's just that, uh, there are no big NASCAR names in the middle of it. True. Uh, I still can't, I, I'm still having a hard time digesting a thousand bucks. Well, it's, uh, you know, we, we had a deal, and that's why it took us a year to get to go, because uh, we were in a timeshare rather than in a hotel. Uh, one of the guys had something, mm. and we had to apply for the thing. We actually stayed in Orange Beach, uh, Alabama, and drove back and forth every day. It was, what they say, 29 miles, but it takes 45 minutes to get there. Um, a lot of water. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Did, were you there the year that it the city froze? What, in, in, in Tulsa? Tulsa, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think it was 1994, I believe it was the first time I went, and it was freezing cold. Fire hydrants had broken. You had a, a statue with the where the water had frozen. Um, went up so far and just froze solid. How fun was that? 
It was well, the race was a lot of fun. It was it was before they shut down the Copper Classic, so we didn't we only had probably only had a couple hundred cars rather than 400. So, and of course they they still played the basketball game there and under the the roof there of the sprint car guys versus the midget guys, and and the trade show goes on every year over there. It's hard to believe they can get that many transporters and cars into that building, still have the trade show, and then put that quarter mile dirt track in all under the same roof. It is pretty amazing, isn't it? It is. So, um, back from Snowball, Winter Series going on at I-76, or no? Yes. Uh, That's what I thought. I did, obviously, I was at Snowball Derby rather than out there, but they, they ran the race last Sunday. Um, uh, looks like Hunter Smith has, uh, has moved from the sport, sport com, or not sport com, but, but the hobby stock, IMC hobby stock, into a northern sport mod. And it looks like, based on the results I see, that the young man won that. So he's off to a great start in the open wheel cars. How many uh, more no races? Telling where this guy's going to be by the time he's 16 years old. Yeah. How many more races are there th- this winter? Well, the winter series still has uh, January, February, and March. So they've only run two. They've got five scheduled. They've got three more to go. Mm. Uh, biggest story on BigWestRacing.com right now. Well, the, the biggest story that's going to come up is going to be uh, about the uh, racing team alliance. Is that what they call it, race team alliance? or as I'm beginning to start to call it race alliance teams, which is an acronym for RAT. Um, <laughs> we're complaining about having too many races, and we should shorten the season uh, via Kevin Harvick, right? But yet the race alliance team or the race team alliance wants to now do exhibition races because I guess they're not making enough money in NASCAR that they want to do that. I think they're trying to kill the goose that lays the golden egg. Mm. I mean, You've you've read about it, I'm sure. Oh yeah, yeah. I just I was asking your opinion, fine sir. Hello. I lost you. Still there? Oh yeah. No, I just I was I was curious <clears throat> your opinion. Um, it's yeah. I mean, oh, man, let's just keep splitting up those dollars, even though they're becoming harder to, to get and find. Let's just uh, let's just keep breaking up the deal. So I'll and I'll leave it at that. Um, your opinion on. What's going to happen with Kevin Harvick? I think Kevin will be back for another year. I don't see why he wouldn't be. Uh, again, um, Tony's um, off drag racing and, and newly married and stuff, so I'm not sure he's taking care of the team like he like he should be. So, um, I mean, again, I'm going to have to ask you, are all the seats filled right at this moment or contracts signed? Um, Eric, Eric Amarola decided to race after he announced his retirement. He decided oh, yeah. to race another year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, everybody's locked in, but what does that mean anymore? Uh, Kevin has said that he will make an announcement uh, prior to the Daytona 500. So, you know, there's some speculation. And here's an interesting point. point. Um, you know, uh, uh, Kevin's little guy, uh, Keelan, if you look at his his quarter midget or whatever the heck it is, uh, micro sprint or what I can't remember all these classes, but it says track house racing on the side of the wing. Kevin and and uh, Justin Marks are really, really, really good friends. There is some stuff floating around out there now that maybe Kevin goes to track house. Uh, for this season, mentors the young guys, and who knows, could have a, a, a piece of the action, some skin in the game. 
Really? I don't you know. Think or he's going to go to the booth. Ross going to take anything or going to take advice from uh, Kevin Harvick? I mean, Ross already <laughs> thinks he knows everything there is to know. I know. Just ask him. Um, yeah, I think it's less for Ross for, and maybe more for Daniel, but I, I don't know. It's or, or he's going to the booth. You know, what can I tell you? It, it's, well, it could be the track house racing is just following the trend, signing younger and younger drivers, and they want to make sure they'll be keeling in the contract before it's too late. Maybe before he turns 10. Yeah. Photo, thanks so much for joining us. I'm glad you're back safe and sound. Uh, everybody, read BigWestRacing.com. It's a really, really great site. And we'll look forward to seeing you on February 19th for uh, our big uh, Daytona 500 bash, the bash after the clash. Hopefully I'll see you before then. If not, but I will have a Lakeside Speedway T-shirt for you and for all the listeners out there. Everything's It's all free. Be sure and be there. It's the biggest party uh, west of the Mississippi, and it's always a lot of fun. Photo, have a good one. Have a great weekend. Be safe, bud. Talk to you soon. All right, go Navy. Beat Army. Yeah, there you go. Ha, ha, ha. I knew Joe was going to slide something like this. Sneaky, sneaky devil. Uh, okay, well, it's, uh, you tell me i got to shut up and take a break. All right, it's time to go. It's Race Central, the radio. We'll be back after this. thinking one of my favorite songs is that power station Sid? who is that uh west oh yeah go west there was about three bands back there there was go west power station and another one that uh, all sounded kind of the same but that is that's good music that's i mean that's great dancing music oh you're laughing you don't dance i do you do dance would you dance to that song you would, yeah, okay. So it's got the STK uh, gold bond stamp of approval. Oh, man, oh, man. Uh, yeah, fun to catch up with uh, Josh Hart, Justin Ashley, Photo Joe Starr, and, uh, gosh, uh, Thad Moffat, uh, you know, the grandson of one of the, the, the greats. Uh, I can just see Richard, like he said, in there, tell him that they're doing everything wrong. <laughs> that, I think, is is kind of funny. Um Man, oh man! Uh, so much on the on the docket. Um, by the, the Broncos, uh, Sid. What's your opinion on the Broncos? Are they going to win a game this weekend? <laughs> God, that was certainly um, uh, overwhelmingly underwhelming. Um, but I guess uh, you know. It, it is it is what it is. Uh, if you're a regular listener, you know I get to, to drive all these uh, neat cars. And I, I tell you, the last car I just had was a 2022 Toyota Corolla Cross. This is a ton of car for the money. It starts around 24 grand. The one I had was like a, a powder blue metallic with uh, gray interior, uh, all the bells and whistles. It's... Um, it's an interesting car. It's a Corolla crossover is the only, obviously the name says that. I really, really like the way that it looks. Uh, it drove really nicely. It's, 
but it's um, I would say it's a smaller of the crossover SUVs. It's well equipped. You know, Toyota. They don't really, they don't really screw around when they do these things, because uh, the, the the Corolla name and brand has been around so long. Uh, it's a 169 horsepower, two liter four cylinder, with the uh, continuously variable automatic transmission. It's uh, front wheel drive is standard, but there's an all wheel drive. Mine ha- was an all wheel drive. I really enjoyed driving the car. It's got plenty of room. You can, you know, kind of get five in there. It's not blistering fast. Uh, it's a nine-second, 60-mile-an-hour car. But, you know, it's not It's not uh, meant for that. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's a crossover. Uh, the one I had... Uh, I really enjoyed driving. It had all the the comfort features, uh, big old touchscreen screen, touchscreen screen. I guess is that an oxymoron? Enjoyed the car. Uh, fuel economy. I would say I probably got around twenty nine ish. You know, it's it's um, it's not a thirsty car. Uh, EPA estimates at thirty and thirty seven. So. You know, uh, it's it's not going to you know each other house. No, unfortunately, gas prices are, are coming on down. Uh, it's very good looking. That's one of the first things one of my friends said is that's a really nice looking car. It's got the nice fancy alloy wheels. I mean, it's it's the real deal. Uh, there is also a, a hybrid uh, version that has 194 horsepower. Uh, that's available. Uh, I had a 2022, 2023s are hitting the showroom now. Just enjoyed the car. A lot of bang for the buck. It's uh, you know, it's a Toyota. I mean, are you kidding me? You know what? What don't uh, don't they do right? Um, super sensible car, efficient. Uh, the Cross embodies all the virtues. Uh, the Corollas uh, is 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 uh, I wrote down here past and present. Super attractive base price, yeah. Hatchback, uh, lots of uh, features, and all the -the state-of-the-art safety features, too. If you're looking for something in that category, I would tell you to uh, go drive a a 2023 Toilet Cross. Pretty cool car. Enjoyed it very much. Um, Let's see. What other business have I got to take care of here? Uh, I'm not going to be able to get to this story. It's uh, the 10 biggest breaks that define the uh, NHRA season in 2022. I'm not going to have time to do that. But uh, we'll get to it next week. Interesting year. Um, and as, as I said, Justin Ashley, you know, in it right to the very, very, very end. It'll be interesting to see what happens uh, there in 2023 as this guy has climbed the top pretty quick. Two years in the NHRA, but super professional organization. Um, you know, what can I say? It's uh, I'm excited for the season. Not that far. Uh, the Bush Clash, February 5th. At the L.A. Coliseum, I'm excited that that is back. And then again, save the date, February 19th, Podium Carding and Events Center. Also, if you're looking for some place to have a big old, you know, holiday party, team building event, obviously great go-karts. you got the axe throwing, great food, really cool facility. Uh, reach out to them, as many of my friends have have done and and to plan their holiday parties and stuff there because they, they do it right. They're super pros. And February 19th, again, everything is free. Come on in. We'll be uh, giving uh, passes for free carding, uh, lots of TVs for the race, great food, and raffling off all kinds of cool, cool NASCAR and motorsports-themed stuff. Also, 
It's football time of the year, obviously. And if you are the fastest pit stop in Colorado, as as I like to say, is Total Beverage, uh, confection foods, uh, cigars. I mean, you you name it, they've got it. They also have a huge selection of non-alcoholic beverages. So if that's your ilk, I was over at the store in Thornton the other day. Uh, our normal store is the one in Westminster. There, so there's two, and TotalBev.com is a website. But uh, uh, probably the largest selection of non-alcoholic beverages uh, in the state, and that's Total Beverage, TotalBev.com. Um, I don't know. It's uh, let's see. I already I already beat up on Formula E enough. I guess yeah, it's okay. Uh, let's see NASCAR again. The nineteenth is the T- Daytona five hundred. The okay. The the dual one is the sixteenth. Uh, dual two is the sixteenth. The dual one starts at seven p.m. Eastern. Dual two at nine. I really enjoy those. That's a, kind of a last chance deal. And that really kind of gets the season off and, and kicking. I'll probably be at the podium watching those. You can come up and join me there. Uh, another late-breaking news from the world of motorsports is it's pretty quiet, which um, is not surprising. You know, numbers are really, really good. This past year, attendance was really good. And uh, what can I say? Uh, we're excited to announce that we've just launched on two other major television networks. I'll have more information about that. Uh, you can find that on my Facebook page, Facebook slash Kurt Hansen. Uh, like me, but not there because we're full up. Go to Kurt Hansen's Race Central Media or Kurt Hansen's Race Central TV. Obviously, there's a theme there. What can I say? Uh, a little, there you go. A little Michael McDonald. We're kind of, huh? I know it's the Doobie Brothers. They're from the Bay Area, Marin County, my home stomping ground. <sighs> God, the kids these days. Uh yeah. Oh, and there goes the phone. Scam likely. No kidding. Or they've got uh, they've got pills for me. Little blue pills. Hair growing. I, I like the ones I'm getting now too. The uh, the final final expense emails. Elon Musk. Yeah. I want to thank Elon Musk slash Elon Werner for helping that. Shout out Elon. What do you What did you say? Shout out Elon. Uh, <laughs> God. Oh, the kids these days. Go to racecentralmedia.com when it comes time to do commerce. Support the people that support us because without them, we can't do what we do. Uh, love all of you for listening. Love all of you for watching. Again, uh, moving into the, my God, the 23rd year of Race Central Radio and Race Central TV. Uh, have a great weekend. Do something nice for somebody. Uh, buy something for one of our sponsor partners because. Uh, well, that's how we make this all happen. Be safe. Go Broncos. Do something nice for somebody. I'm the insider. I'll be in Phoenix next week for a couple days at a fundraiser for the Limb of Dreams Foundation, limbofdreams.org. Good stuff. We'll see you next Friday. Be cool. Do something nice for somebody, and we'll see you.